VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Babe, have I told you recently how much I love and adore you? No. This woman in front of me is 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 an angel, right? She has stuck by my side through these hard past five pushing six months now. So I've been in the State Police Academy, right? Michigan State Police Academy. And I've been gone all week. So Sunday Sunday around like 1 or 12 mm-hmm. till Friday at like 7 p.m. Or actually Friday till like 10 p.m. or 11, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And so she has really, really toughed it out. And I just, I just want to say thank you. Thanks for saying that. I really do because it is I'm proud hard. of you for all of your hard work. Um, I know it's difficult. I couldn't do what you're doing, but uh, yeah, I've definitely. I'm glad we don't have kids yet. Yeah, that would be really hard. Maintaining a house on your own is more difficult than I thought, <laughs> and it's still a mess. Like I'm trying to put up Christmas decorations. I will give you this though. A lot of times she has the house like really clean, mm-hmm. like spotless, and then the weekend comes, and then I get here, and she wants to spend time with me, and then I get my stuff that I have to move around, and mm-hmm. we move stuff around the house because we're doing stuff, and then basically I get here and it's a mess, and then I leave. <laughs> Yeah, so then I, but then secretly he doesn't know, but I leave it a mess until like Friday morning. (laughs) I just like, I'm like, ooh, I'll do my own thing. I do the dishes and stuff, but I don't pick up the stuff like the laundry and all that. I wait. Well, it's kind of nice. You deceive me so well because the house is all picked up when I get here. And and basically, she doesn't stay here during the week, so she'll sleep uh, at her parents' house just because no reason to sleep alone in the house. Yeah, they have an extra, obviously, my old bedroom. Yeah. So, so that works out really well but no i really do appreciate it because you, you you've toughed it out um and so yeah i i, I do thank you for that also mm-hmm. exciting day for us we're yeah. picking up a brand new vehicle a brand new car because, <laughs> because for me i've had so the car that i have now uh it's probably if if you've ever if you follow my journey from the beginning you've seen it mm-hmm. it's a 2004 honda civic that i got in 2009 it has two hundred and eight thousand miles on it we're officially adults. Yeah, so now we're buying a new car, officially adults, and we need basically we needed one for the winners, all-wheel drive vehicle when we want to have kids next year, hopefully sometime. So Well, after we get married. Yeah, after we get married, so we needed a, a family vehicle. Yeah, we went big, it's old 7. <laughs> yeah, and one thing is because this is how I feel about it, right? Nicole said we need to get a family car. And immediately when I think family car, what do you what do you think? 
You think a minivan. I think like a soccer mom car, right? Like a, a, a not so sleek. Right, right, right. Very just like, all right, this, we need all the safety features and we yeah. need to fit a lot of people. You might as well just get a minivan, you know? It's <laughs> like, I don't want that, right? And then we weren't going to spend a bunch of money on a car that just fits five people because that's what we have already, five mm-hmm. people, even though it's smaller cars. So the compromise was... Any vehicle that we get is going to be like a crossover SUV with the sport package on it. Yeah. The sport package for me, the crossover SUV part, so you have all the space that we need. That's a nice car. So well, maybe we'll post it, maybe we don't, but we're really excited because we picked that up today. Um, but yeah, and um, our guest today is, just should I jump into the guest already? Go, go, go fine? for it. Yeah. Um, is Catherine Dunn from Big Brother 21. We want to get the scoop on her, you know, relationships. I'm not Relationships sh- with an S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, just to chat with her. She was kind of, uh, she was very fun to watch on Big Brother in the Diary Room. I will admit, I'm going into this interview blind because mm-hmm. I haven't, I didn't have time to watch Big Brother, mm-hmm. but I also do enjoy going into this interview's the ones that we I do like that blind. you do that too because we learn things. We don't just talk Big Brother. Yes. We learn a lot of other things and you being asking the questions that maybe listeners don't know is perfect. Yeah. So, so there, we, you and me have a good yin yang thing going on with these interviews. So <laughs> yeah. it works perfect. So we really hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Kat. What's up? Hello. Hi. Hey, gosh. It's. Uh- it's okay. so weird hearing y'all's voice. Why? Because y'all are like cele- cause y'all are like celebrities to me. Oh <laughs> my god! It's so weird. Wow. Hey. Don't 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 make me go into my spiel about how low on the list of celebrities <laughs> that we are. But yes, we do not. We trust me. We do not feel like celebrities. Oh, uh, yeah. I love it. We all are. Yeah. Well. So thank you so much for coming on Coco Caliente. We're happy to have you. Of yes, course. Thanks for having me. Um. And where are you at right now? Are you in Texas? I'm in Dallas. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Is that where you're originally from? Uh huh. Yep. Born and raised. Where born. are y'all located? Are y'all we're on the in, East Coast? Mi- yeah, we're Michigan. We are. Okay, nice. Yeah. I guess in, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 mid. Well, I'm a transplant Midwesterner. But yes, we <laughs> yeah. are Midwesterners. Um, oh, I love it. So. Just tell us about yourself, right? So let's pretend, let's play a game where nobody knows who anybody is here right now. Okay. And we're going to start from the beginning. So you said you were born and raised in Dallas. So tell us a little bit about that. What was that like? Gosh, whenever, whenever people like tell me like, oh, tell me about yourself, then I like forget who I am. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about myself. Um, But, um, Wow, I, I actually already forgot the question. Man, this is already off to a really great no, start. No, that's fine. It is. <laughs> I it's forgot such who a, I was. It's such a general question that I think it's kind of it's hard. So maybe we can be more okay, specific. Okay, let me, let me, yeah, let me. It's honestly really not that hard. I think I'm just kind of an idiot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we don't even have to go that back far, back that far. So before Big Brother, like, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. Who were you? You know, leading up to that point that that even happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working in marketing. Um, so I've been working in marketing for years. I graduated from Baylor University, um, ha- worked or danced for the Dallas Mavericks. And then I kind of used that as a segue to get into sports broadcasting and sports media. And um, while I was kind of in front of the camera and working behind the scenes, I realized that I actually really loved like the entertainment aspect of sports and kind of the marketing aspect. Mm-hmm. So I used that as a segue to then go into marketing for different companies, worked for a um, marketing agency here in Dallas. And then ever since leaving Big Brother, it was kind of a good stepping stone to kind of go off on my own. So ever since I left, I've just been doing marketing on my own. 
Oh, nice. Okay, and so everything's a journey. <laughs> yeah, everything is a journey. And let's backtrack a little bit because you said you were doing podcasting. No, 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 not podcasts. Oh. Uh, I was doing. Um, I mean, gosh, I would. Can you imagine me on a podcast? Listening <laughs> to my voice, <laughs> I'd be so bad. But uh, no, I was doing like on camera work. So I worked for Time Warner Cable Sports. I also worked for a morning show here in Dallas. Um, so yeah, nothing. Not podcasts yet, but so, maybe in the future. I mean, that's kind of like the new thing, which is really fun. Okay, so for Christmas, I got my mom this beautiful ring. It's 18 karat gold that says, I love you, mama. Um, and I got it from Noemi. Noemi believes that luxury jewelry doesn't have to be overpriced because it is very hard to find exactly what you're looking for, um, that it's genuine, it's like, you know, different, unique, and it's dainty, and it's priced well. Um, so you can save an average of 50% compared to other luxury brands because Noemi cuts out the middleman to deliver exceptional fine jewelry without the traditional retail markups. Um, you can personalize with engravings and even order custom designs, which is really, really cool. I love ordering personalized things at Noemi. Everyone gets the friends and family, uh, like treatment. So they all get like that discount because they can afford to, because they cut out the middleman. You can read the thousands of five star reviews. If you're debating on whether you want to, you know, order from Noemi or you're looking for someone special, you can return any order for a full refund, even engraving and custom designs. It's literally an entirely risk-free experience. They give you certificates to um, guarantee authenticity, and you can use flexible payment options if that's something you're interested in too. So if you're looking for jewelry for someone special, go to hellonoemi.com forward slash Coco, C-O-C-O, to see their collections and get $50 off your first purchase with promo code Coco, C-O-C-O. Just go to hello, H-E-L-L-O, Noemi, N-O-E-M-I-E dot com slash C-O-C-O. And don't forget to use the promo code COCO, C-O-C-O, for $50 off your first purchase. So mm-hmm. how does one go from, because, okay, let's, let's not lie here. When people go to college and they go to business school and then you see somebody in communications, right? Cause I oh, went, no, it's totally, yeah, it's totally just so you can get your degree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and, no, I can admit that. I'm not, yeah, okay, so good. And then so how does one then make that transition? Is it because it has to, especially it seems like it's a very competitive market, right? Because it seems like a very, quote, unquote, fun job, right, to be. Yeah. So how, how, did, how does that even happen? Well, I guess the thing that I learned about college is that <laughs> D for diploma. And, well, not real. I mean, that's, that's horrible. Kids don't listen to me. But, um, but really, I mean, so I went to college and I majored in fashion merchandising and business. And it was so hard. And I was like, okay, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to be a fashion designer, which obviously that didn't work out. Um, so I just wanted to get kind of a broad degree. And communications is kind of like the business degree for People who like to talk, I guess. I don't know if they say that, but I say that. Um, so, yeah, I just realized that if you get your college degree, that opens the door for so many opportunities. So, um, and I really just hustled my way through. I mean, I was able to use, you know, Dallas Mavericks dancing as a segue into a career, which a lot of girls don't do just because it's, they don't really, they don't hand you the opportunities on a silver platter. It's something that, if you utilize it and you are able to make an opportunity from it, then you can absolutely, you know, use that as a segue into the next thing. But I've always been pretty smart about kind of keeping my eye on the bigger picture mm-hmm. and realizing that there's, you know, just a, there's a small timetable for everything. So I'm always trying to look at, you know, the next big thing. So everything's been a really, everything's connected in a 
straight away, but everything that I've done is somehow leading to the other. Like, you know, dancing led to broadcasting, which led to marketing, which then somehow led to being on Big Brother. And then now I'm just kind of seeing where Big Brother is going to lead me next. So then how did you end up on Big Brother from from all that? So I was recruited. Oh, and I know okay. that's kind of taboo to say. And honestly, I I don't even really know if I'm allowed to say that. No, to be I know. I know <laughs> a lot of like, yeah, a lot of people are recruited, to be honest, about half a season. Yeah, and I know that that's taboo because I know that the super fans always hate. They always hate their. <laughs> no, recruits, no, so, we actually so bet- they should enjoy it because well, being a super fan in the house, I enjoyed the recruits because they really honestly didn't know what what well, was going on. Yeah, we didn't know yeah, what the hell we were doing. That's exactly <laughs> I what I was going to say. Gonna say. Yeah. But because of that, and I did everything that I do, I live and breathe, and I jump in like full-heartedly. Right. And I didn't want to be that recruit that came in and was just like an idiot. And <laughs> I still came in and was kind of like an idiot, but no, I did actually study the game yeah. so much. So there were so many things mm-hmm. that I knew, like I, I knew more of even like the super fans, like, like Christy didn't even know what dance funeral was. And I Aww. did. And then yesterday me and Nick were talking and he didn't know that, you know, Dr. Will had, hadn't won any comps. Like there were little things that were like, small little t- big brother tidbits of history that mm-hmm. I had studied. Cause I had looked up articles about the best players in big brother history, the worst players. I had binge watched as many seasons as I, as I could. Nice. I wanted to do the game justice yeah. and not just come in and be that like, I'm here for TV because yeah. I wanted to win. Right. But, um, but yeah, so I, and honestly, I, at first I wasn't going to tell anyone that I was a recruit, you know, like the fans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of knew enough to know that they would hate me if they knew I was a recruit. But CBS on my um, profile online, they they put the answers that you put on your yeah. initial application. Mm-hmm. Yeah, verbatim. And one of the questions, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, mm-hmm. one of the questions that they put, because I guess they thought it was going to shed me in the best light, was like, um, "Who's your favorite Big Brother player in history?" And then my answer, because I was an idiot, I was like, "I don't watch the show, but like." Dan uh, seems cool, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I was like, "I didn't honestly, I didn't know that you were recruit uh, watching oh, the good. show. You know, I thought you knew what you were doing, and at least you studied it. I mean, there's recruits that show up, and they're just like, "Wait, well, what? What's going on?" You know, I know exactly, um, and I didn't want to be that person. Like, yeah. I, if I was going to spend the time to be on Big Brother mm-hmm. and you know try to like, I'm not, I would, I didn't want to look like an idiot and then go out the first week, which I almost did. So, so how does I did too almost? Yeah, second I was about to say that seems Nicole. Yeah, almost, and I won H O H. The coconuts competition, yeah. very how ironic. Oh, I love um, it. Anyways, how so? How does were you recruited? Because my friend, like Victoria, was recruited in a bar. Were you mm-hmm. recru- were you recruited when you were working? When you were out with your I was friends? recruited off Instagram. Oh, dang. Yeah. Instagram is yeah, like a good so place like, now. Yeah, my DMs and I was like, <laughs> okay, sure. That's so cool. And you have a big personality. So that's really good. You know, you got everything. Yeah, I don't really know if they knew what they're getting themselves into. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, cause I mean, I guess my personality does kind of show on my, or at the time it did kind of show on my Instagram, but I think that oh, maybe good. they were trying to fit. I really think that when they cast me, they were trying to fit the bill of like, I don't know, like the pretty, pretty Southern girl from right. Texas. Not saying, not saying that I'm pretty, but there, you know. You, you are know, like, pretty. But, and there well, is always, a, there, I feel like there's always somebody from Texas. Always. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah so I yeah. think that they were definitely trying to fit that stereotype. And mm-hmm. then when I got into the house, they realized that like, oh, I'm actually, like, I, I don't really consider myself as that kind of, you are great, that kind of girl. Great TV. Well, you are great thanks. TV. One of my favorites to watch. In the diary oh, room, you. You, you nailed it. They were always, <laughs> I'm always like, what's, what's she going to say? And you're very brutally oh, honest and like, fun to watch. But how did you know? So you were into, you said dancing. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So, and Holly was into pageants. So how did you two know each other? Oh, I was in pageants as well. Oh, you were. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I never, I never won and Holly did, huh? But, um, so Holly competed in Wyoming mm-hmm. and I competed in Colorado, which in the USA system are sister pageants. Okay. So, um, there was a couple years that I was competing in Colorado and Holly was like the chaperone for me for that week. Oh, so okay. I didn't like know her, know her. It was more mm-hmm. of like, I, I guess I looked up to her as a place of, you know, like yeah. one of the, one of the former Queens and was always like, you know, a chaperone during the week. She was like a, she was a person of, um, person of importance, but um, yeah. So it was crazy to me. I actually, I saw her at the casting finals oh. and I hadn't seen her in like years. Weird. And she, so I didn't know if it was her or not. Uh huh. Cause she looked different cause we all look different, you know, uh-huh. years later. So I remember thinking like, I think that that's Holly. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I think that that's just Wyoming. And, um, I was too scared to like do anything about it because I didn't want to reach out to her and then right. be her. Cause you're not, you know, you're not allowed to, there's yeah. like this contract that says like in all caps, do not reach out to any potential house guests or mm-hmm. you'll be disqualified. Right. So I knew that there was a chance that she'd be on the show. Um, but I didn't want to like reach out and be like, Hey, are you on the show? And then she'd be like, excuse me, casting. So it was a really, it was a fun surprise to see her actually in the house. That is so crazy to go in there and just kind of know like, that happens so much on season 21. There was mm-hmm. Christy, Tommy, you, um, oh. and Kat, and then kind of Ovi and Jackson kind of I knew know. each but other. But that just kind of happened on a whim. It wasn't planned. No, and I thought it should no. be a twist or something. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. Was was Tommy and Christy planned or was it not? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not I don't trying know. to throw any stones or anything. But, uh, but that's just crazy. It when is. When we found out <laughs> that Christy's girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend, who she even talk about the whole season, was actually Tommy's aunt. It was mm-hmm. like, I wasn't even mad because I was so impressed <laughs> yeah, that, that, was good. Like, that they even pulled that off right but yeah i definitely felt like i was on the truman show like <laughs> I, I don't know and i guess like it's just it really is a small world and so many people you know especially with social media these days like everyone follows everyone from all around the country and the world and it i guess the chances of you running into someone on a reality show are really i don't yeah, know are, I, are more common than you think Right. No, I think that now with social media being bigger and then them recruiting off of social media, Mm -hmm. um, people that are pretty with lots of followers and people, you know, want to see what their styles, et cetera, it's getting to be like that. But on my, both both of my seasons, um, I didn't know anybody. I knew Polly the second season Mm -hmm. and obviously the vets, but like any, there was no connections. I don't think now I feel like when people play, they're going to it's going to be in the back of their mind. Does somebody oh, secretly know each other? Or, but yeah, I didn't know well, how close you and Holly really were because they made it such a big no. deal on the show um, saying that you guys went to stagecoach or something together. I know, that's uh, that's the biggest disappointment of the whole thing is that we didn't go to stagecoach together. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I know that like we were like we were both at stagecoach. Yeah. But we weren't there together. And I was, this year, I was probably together. there that year too. I think it was a year that 20... I went. 17? I don't know. Uh, 2017. No, I went in 2019. Oh, okay. So it was recent, so they were really freaking out. Oh, I know, yeah. And and, and I was like, and it was so funny because everyone was like, y'all went to stagecoach together. And I was saying, no, we didn't. And I was telling the truth because we didn't. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I was like, y'all, like, we didn't go to stagecoach together, but we went to a pageant together. But I don't Mm -hmm. know. Who knows? And then there's no way that you can ever get that out of someone's head. So I was doomed. But it's okay. 
So uh, one of my favorite companies ever is called Function of Beauty, and it's a shampoo and conditioner company where you get to literally make your own shampoo and conditioner. It's so awesome. It's I love it so much. It's the, it was the best idea ever. I know. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of it. Yeah. But it's kind of makes you think, yeah, we all don't have the same hair. So why are we all buying the same shampoo and conditioner and expecting the results we want? Literally, like most drugstore brands, they only address like a single hair concern, like volumize or color protection. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you have to like choose between one or the other, which makes Function of Beauty more awesome because you can literally have like five hair goals in your formula. Yeah, you do. You get to pick five. You get to pick the colors. You get to pick the scents. And if you don't want, if you want dye free, if you want unscented, that's a complete option. There's literally 54 trillion possible combinations that you can make. So they have everything on the spectrum for you. And it's 100% vegan and cruelty free, which that's only things that I buy nowadays. So anyways, and it's the internet's number one rated customizable hair care brand. 26,000 five-star customer reviews and counting. My results are great. I, I have the color protectant right now. It's the purple shampoo. Love it. Victor has his own formula. How do you feel? I know. It's great. I love the smell. I mean, smell. you have no hair I right now, I love the though. feel. I know, but it's still great. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I use it even though I have little hair. That, mm-hmm. goes to tell, that goes to show you how much I like it. And what's awesome is our listeners receive 20, 20% off of their first order. And to redeem, go to functionofbeauty.com slash coco and take their hair quiz. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash coco to get 20% off your custom formula. You'll love it. Okay, so getting going into the house, you're looking around, and what are you thinking? Like, you're looking at all the other people. Are you trying to look for, are you wanting a showman's? Are you wanting, like, what are you looking for in an ally? You're, you know, what's your game plan? You know, I, I'll be real honest. I was so nervous that first day. Mm-hmm. I think I, like, blacked out <laughs> because I don't remember. Like, a lot of people... Like, I hear a lot of my other house guests say how, you know, when they entered the house, it was such a vivid memory and it was the best day of their life. And like, don't get me wrong, it was a really good day for me. Mm-hmm. But like, I totally blacked out and I feel like it was the longest day of my life. I barely remember anything or any first impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, so no wonder everyone thought I was weird because I probably was. Um, but so, well, to answer the rest of your questions, I guess I immediately felt like I was connected to Holly because I, I mm-hmm. guess since I felt familiar with her, it was such a... It was kind of like, I guess, a weight off my shoulders. Right. I thought, okay, her and I, like, at least we run in the same, you know, we kind of run in the same circles. So mm-hmm. if she's anything like me, like, I'm not going to do anything to screw her over mm-hmm. because then, like, I have to deal with my friends out in the real world who are, like, our mutual friends. You know, I just, I guess there was, like, a feeling of, I, I kind of felt like it was, we unspokenly had each other's back. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Um, I wasn't looking for a showmance, but I don't know. I have, like, four failed showmances right now. So <laughs> we'll see how that turned out. Oh. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it was just kind of a, I also, when I walked into the house, I didn't realize and Maybe I did as much research as I could, except for this. I didn't realize or didn't click with me that those were the people, the only people I was going to see for the next hundred days. Mm-hmm. Like I really didn't, like I knew it, but I didn't really think of like the magnitude of that. Yeah. It was just a really crazy feeling looking back on it. And, and now, I mean, y'all know how it is all of those people are like my family. 
So it's really crazy how that one that one day of moving in, where I blacked out. Now, I mean, it was such an important, like, kind of life altering day. Mm-hmm. Are they really your family? They're their seasons close. <laughs> you, we're very we're very dysfunctional. Okay, <laughs> because I don't know my in my the, I have Victor had one you, you had a, good friend. You had a weird. We had that eighteen was a weird season because yeah. sixteen were a big family. I'm not saying that I yeah. hate anybody. I would never say that, right? Because I'm far beyond yeah. that. I'm too old to uh, hold grudges, no, no, right? Have people from my season. I hate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. I just have one really good friend that I keep in touch with, and that's Paul. You know what I mean? So I can be realistic about that. So and me, yeah. Well, you're my fiance, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That, that oh, goes yeah. on. That, yeah, that goes without saying. Um, yeah, I've heard that season twenty one. I mean, we're all well. There is definitely a divide between the pre jurors and the post jurors, just because when you're when you make jury, like you, like me and Jack, because we were the first two in jury, we spent like literally every day of the summer together. Mm-hmm. So of course, like we're close, just because we know each other on such a deeper level, and of course, like with everyone else too. But like all the people that were kind of gone pre jury, there's just they're they're all really close, and then we're all really close. Um, and I hear that we're a lot closer than any other season. Um, but yeah, it's very dysfunctional. And I, and I guess the only thing I can say is that as from my standpoint, there's a lot of things that I know that people said about me. And, you know, of course they were talking shit. They were trying to evict me and whatever. But at the same time, people don't do that to evict people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I was kind of doing the same thing to them. So I'm not really going to like point it at, like, I'm not going to call him out on it. No, go ahead. Call him out. I want to no. know like, exactly well, what <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I So get we it. just kind of all forgive and forget and move on and, and we are a family. That's, that's the one advice that, you know, anybody that's ever going into this show, obviously if you, if, if somebody says something personal, that's one thing, right? Talk about yeah. family or something that has nothing to do with the show. Yeah, that's one thing. But talking just straight up game stuff and maybe saying things about that person's attributes that, you know, might get them evicted. You just got to let that stuff go by the wayside once you get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I know that we're all we're all locked in a house. We like haven't seen daylight for three days. Yeah. And we're all kind of, you know, tensions are running high. So there's a lot of things that I said. You know, just like kind of out of frustration and boredom and, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I kind of every once in a while, I'll, like go on Twitter and I like search my name to like see like what people were saying about me this summer. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess like I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, but, and then, then I'll like see like conversations that people had. So yeah. then I'll like screenshot it and send it to them and be like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do that. But, yeah. No, yeah, and it's it, definitely the one thing. Definitely a crazy relationship with everyone. And the one thing is for me is, like being an alumni, I don't say anything mean about any house guests because I've been there and yeah. you don't want to come out and you don't want alumni saying, I mean, they were crazy. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things this season. Well, there is alumni that say oh, bad yeah. things. And, and, then they'll, <laughs> and then they'll delete it because then you guys are out of the house. One thing that I would give advice to you is to not really talk crap for the likes, the retweets, the attention, because you're going to really hurt somebody's feelings and when they come out you might actually be best friends with them yeah you might actually like them (laughs) um, right so i just like want anybody listening that even maybe is on big brother like don't take offense there are people i came out to and they were writing articles about my gameplay and then now um they want to be best friends. It's like, I don't forget that. So <laughs> I, I, I know. I, yeah, it's hard that to is forget. Something that, that is something that we've kind of talked about a little bit is because, I mean, and I get it because, I mean, me more than anyone, like I get kind of giving the people what they want. Yeah. And But I also think that like you can do that 
you know, in a very, you know, you can do it in a classy way without cutting. Classy way. Yeah, you can, but you can. Yeah. There was a lot of, there was a lot of shit talking about mm-hmm. our season, but mm-hmm. also rightly so. But yeah, we kind of did see that coming out and it was a little bit of a shock because we didn't realize, I don't know. I mean, I guess we all kind of look up to former house guests. So then I think that once we saw what they were really thinking about us, we were like, oh, well, crap. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, speaking of which, which, okay. So this wasn't even talking crap. So I'm not like holding this against him at all. Uh-huh. But <laughs> Tyler Crispin mm-hmm. tweeted his, um, his predictions for the season and he tweeted that I was going to be the first one out. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Tyler, you're going to do me like that? But he wasn't talking crap. I no, think he just, that's well, like, that's I think one it was of, based on first impressions. So I was like, right. okay, whatever. I'll give you that. Yeah, no. And I don't think he's one that would like really talk crap because I think you just, you just, after now you're alumni. So now you're going to see, but like, even when I went back in, they're, if they're just going to want to talk crap, they're going to talk crap too. So oh, yeah. um, it's just, I just didn't do it because I just didn't like it being done to me, you know? I know. And people are you're, like, what are you thinking? Come on, you're, you're sticking up for, oh, now you're this because you're not saying anything mean about, you know, when everyone was mad at Jackson. I'm like, I am not partaking in this. If you can't yeah. say anything nice and don't say anything at all, I'm not going to sit here and feed into what you guys want me to say. Like, and then I started mm-hmm. feeling bad because I was like, oh my God, they're thinking that I'm like okay with behavior because I'm not standing against it, but I just go silent. You, I'm just, I'm not saying anything. So yeah. Um, anyways, I just wanted to get that out and there. I think that that's, I think that that's actually a good approach to have because some people, you know, they, it's kind of like politics yeah. <laughs> or like sometimes people just want to escape from it mm-hmm. and they want to go look at a big brother recap and they don't want to see all the negativity. They mm-hmm. want to see kind of a non-biased, you know, game, you know, analyzing like the player and not, right. you know, not clouded by the different biases or, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. some things are warranted, maybe they're not, but I think that people do like to see a point of view with no negativity. So yep. it's good. And I wasn't You're- a live feeder this season. I was just, um, I was just a casual viewer, you know, watching it on TV. And so I wouldn't know what's like people are saying. And so then if I like tweet something positive about someone that the public doesn't like, next thing you know, <laughs> I'm being attacked. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, chill out. I'm being attacked for saying something nice about, I mean, I, it was just crazy. It, the season, yeah, like, did you not, the did season, you not see him throw out the cookie dough? <laughs> yeah, the season was crazy. Hence and therefore, I really dislike social media for that respect. People <laughs> yeah. well, hide Twitter, behind Twitter's a bad keyboard. place. Twitter, yeah. Twitter, Victor, you <laughs> Instagram, Instagram is great. Yeah, yeah. But, I like Instagram. I just hate Twitter. I hate. It's yeah. just. I don't know. There's a bunch of trolls on there. It's. it's yeah. Something nasty. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I used to just like before I went in the house. I only followed like sports accounts and like funny accounts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I love Twitter. And then I get out and I was like, Oh wait, <laughs> there's a different side of Twitter that I didn't know about. Yeah, the dark so, side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I know Nicole's really open about her anxiety and, and how she deals with that. And, uh, and everybody has something that they're going through and they might not want to share it, you know, with everyone. You know, it's something that's very private. And that's why there's BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is an online environment that helps you connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online space. And it's so convenient. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and they cover depression, stress, relationships, sleeping, anxiety, grief, self-esteem, 
They can communicate via text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. And everything you share is confidential. And if you're not happy with the counselor for any reason, you can request a new one for no additional charge. And they also have it available on your desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Also, financial aid is available for those who qualify. Best of all, with us, our code, Coco Caliente listeners, can get 10% off your first month with discount code Coco. That's C-O-C-O. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Coco. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs. Get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash Coco. Um, so now, okay, so you get into the jury house and... So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little interested about, you said four failed showmances, okay? <laughs> oh, so, I, well, actually, was it four? I don't even know. I, think I don't know. Only, can you explain that? <laughs> I don't know. Just elaborate that I think for it was, me just it was a only bit. three, like, if you count Brett as a showman. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was in love with Brett Robinson from <laughs> season 20. Oh, so she would always, oh like, gosh. shout out, has he gotten a hold of you, by the way? No, I think he hates me. I think <laughs> I was way thinking, too strong. really, he didn't like yeah. tweet at you or anything. No, what? I mean, he like he never like he never added me, but like he definitely tweeted about me, and I don't know if it was good. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't. I totally. I loved watching you mention his name, and I was like, he is so going to like tweet at her, slide into yeah, DMs, something. Um, <laughs> well. Oh. I mean, well, it turns out he has a girlfriend. Oh, he so. does? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Brett. So I, I didn't, didn't know, know and, that. I, and also, I kind of know her, too, because she's also a pageant girl. Mm. And I didn't know they were, like, dating. But, um, Whoops. Okay, but, yeah, that's, but, that makes sense now. <laughs> I know. I, I know. hope and, like, he didn't slide into yeah, DM. I thought he was yeah, single. Exactly, yeah, so he's So don't worry. Don't worry, Madison. He's a good guy. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I think that maybe, like, the fact that he had a girlfriend and I was, like, For shouting sure. about and I, I don't know. I mean, it just wasn't really a good look. Okay, I guess. so then the what? What would <laughs> so, be the well, other two then? Um, well, of course, you know, we all saw what happened with Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do know. I wait, wait, wait time, out, time out, time Victor out. Victor did not watch let, the season. I oh, am. He was because oh, well, he's been in the um, state well, Victor, police. Let me walk you through the what state happened. police academy, so he hasn't been able to be home. Yeah, so, I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. So now, walk me through this ever so obvious Jackson relationship that I missed. Well, it will. It really wasn't obvious. Like if. Because so many things. And I know that I'm not, like, people are going to be like, we saw everything. And did yeah, they? y'all did. But <laughs> um, we, so we really were never in a quote unquote showmance. He was someone that I immediately clicked with right off the bat going into the house. Um, he reminds me of a lot of my friends back home. Mm-hmm. And um, we just kind of instantly, you know, we instantly connected and he was my number one ally like on the first day. Mm, okay. And, um, and, you know, like, when you have that kind of chemistry yeah. or just kind of... People were kind of putting us in, like, the showman's category. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was interested in Holly. So it was really, like, kind of awkward for a second because it was, like, the love triangle. Um, mm. it, and it was tricky because it could have easily been portrayed as a really awkward love triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it did. Again, I haven't watched the show. But... Um, I don't think as soon it as that, was. Yeah. I mean, as soon as that happened, like, I love Holly and I, you know, I love them together. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want it to be any kind of, like, 
Catherine's mad at Holly because she stole her man or, you know, right. anything like right. that. So, Ako so Taco. I hope that it was portrayed that I was, like, absolutely shipping that relationship. Um, but, yeah, you I seemed mean, like you do. really did and you really liked Holly and you never yeah. said anything like bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, but then again, I guess that was, if you're, if you watch the show, that would be considered a failed showmance. Um, and then of course, David was in the house and he was in, um, he was, he got banished, you know, the first day, but then he came back and was in camp, come back for three weeks. And him and I really hit it off. We really got along well and we hung out a lot. Um, and oh my gosh, someone emailed me an hour long video of me and David's interactions set to like romantic music. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was Too bad he left so soon. I, seem, I feel I like he would have been a good player to watch. So, I know. I would, yeah. If he would have come back, we definitely would have aligned and, who knows, maybe the, the bottom feeders could have... Well, I guess he did kind of rise to be victorious, but it would have been an entirely different game had he come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been exciting. But maybe they'll bring him back for like a for a comeback season or something. But um, but yeah, so of course, like we were, we were, I guess, another... Considered to be also another failed showmance. <laughs> and then, and but, then you went to Jury House and... Oh, wait, Vic, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be a good podcaster had I not done any research beforehand. Oh, so, I... yeah, and that's part of our job. So <laughs> it, it behooves okay. me to ask about what Nicole was about to get to, the possible Nick relationship in the jury house. Was that something? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was something. I mean, <laughs> we're – so it was really shocking to everybody, I think, because when we were in the house – like, I really could not stand Nick at all. Um, <laughs> I that because I, I guess I thought that I had him all figured out. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew that flirting was a part of his gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I, so I guess because of that, I always was kind of on guard whenever he would talk to me and, like, flirt with me because I was like, he's just doing this for gameplay. He thinks that this is what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. And... um and also, like, he did also form an alliance to get me booted out of the game. So, of course, that happened. And I wasn't happy about that. But in my exit interview with Julie, I really didn't say good things about him. Uh, <laughs> and, and also, he told Bella that he loved her in the house. Oh, I know. Yeah. So you were yeah. like, you were it's like, all, plus, he, plus he has, you know, someone else. So you were like, we're definitely not going there at that point. Right? Yeah. 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 So, and... I don't know. And then even this is, he's going to get mad at me for even saying, he's actually in the other room right now. <laughs> he's visiting me. We could have had him on. I know, we should have. Yeah, um, had I known, we could have. <laughs> but um, no, he's visiting me in Dallas this week. Have you heard about the company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? I still think that's crazy. <laughs> it is. Well, they're they're called Rothies, and their their shoes are crazy comfortable, fully machine washable. They're perfect everyday shoes for life on the go. They go with everything from yoga pants to dresses to skirts. They come in so many different colors, prints, patterns, and also different styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. I'll give you a fun fact, though, and it'll blow your mind. So that repurposed plastic water bottles, they've already diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills. That's amazing. That's a lot. <laughs> and Plus Rothy's always comes with free shipping, free returns, and exchanges. No risk, no worries, no reason not to try. I have the pointed toe ones called like Big Cat. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like the cheetah prints. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, you wear those all the time. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to try Rothy's um, and check out the amazing styles right now because they their styles do change and they do sell out. I did notice that when I was... Uh, when I was looking online, mm-hmm. go to rothys.com, R-O-T, 
H-Y-S.com slash Coco, C-O-C-O, to get your favorite new flats. They're comfortable, stylish, sustainable. These are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to Rothy's.com slash Coco today. But yeah, so when he got to jury, I remember every week they were like, who do you not want to see? And I was like, oh, I don't want to see Nick because I don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> and then he like shows up and I like cried. And I was like, I don't want to hang out with him. Uh, Anyways, but, that's but so then, crazy. But then he apologized for everything mm-hmm. and um, he cried, I cried, uh, and we stayed up like all night kind of like talking everything out and really getting to know each other. And we really connected on, you know, a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was understanding maybe the things that I didn't quite understand before that had turned me off about him and um i got to know a different side of him outside of the house that i really really loved um and i don't know i mean when you go through that kind of stuff when you go through a big brother with mm-hmm. people i mean y- of course y'all know how it is i have no idea uh, i would never yeah. date anybody or <laughs> yeah, right? you just you you experience everything on such a deeper emotional level that you connect with Everybody, I mean, it's even the people that I don't like in the house, I still have love for. Um, So me and Nick's relationship really blossomed. And um, he's, we talk every single day. He's the person I talk to most out of the house. Um, So yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's so many people that do what? So he's there now. So are you guys dating or are you just guys like hanging out or what's the... I mean, it's 2019. I mean, I don't know. I guess like dating really like it. Yeah, hanging out, hanging I out. Mean, You're hanging out. We're uh, definitely like we're. I mean, we're definitely like. I'm. I mean, he's like my. I don't know. I mean, you have a feeling like, you'd be sad if he just well, went up and like dated someone else, right? It's yeah, not. Yeah. Course. Let's so, not call them well, also, feelings. I don't know because I am. I am kind of like a dude when it comes to stuff like that. So <laughs> like, I, I also feel like it'd be like. I mean, if he wants to go date someone else, I'm like, have at it. But, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah. but I don't think he's going to. Yeah. Um, you know, but we're really having a lot of fun, um, you know, just getting to know each other, like, out in the real world. And Because mm-hmm. even though you do get to know each other on a deeper level in the Big Brother house, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to experience things like, External you know, going to the grocery factors, store together, right? paying yeah. bills, yeah. stresses of, you know, finances. So we're still, of course, like, getting to know each other outside of the house. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, really, but I really like him a lot. And there's so many people that... Of course, like it is a little bit of a controversial relationship because of all the Bella stuff mm-hmm. and um and the fact that people are like, "I thought you hated him in the house, and you know it's it's a very it's a very controversial relationship, and people either ship us so hard and they want us to work mm-hmm. or they hate us, mm-hmm. but they're equally as passionate about it, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's kind of. I feel like that's how it is for all show me answers. Mm. Oh yeah, it's not any different. Yeah, yeah. People are. Yeah, so so I also lurk the Reddit threads (laughs) because again, I'm a a glutton for punishment. It's another Uh, bad place. It's funny to like see what people say. Yeah. Um, And there was a thread the other day about me and Nick, and someone like wrote like, I don't know how people aren't more outraged about this. And I was like, okay, first of all, why would anyone be outraged about my personal relationship? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm Kim Kardashian, but. Hey, at least you're handling it really well. It sounds like you're not letting it affect you, and you have a very bubbly personality, and you're just like, eh, I don't well, care. Yeah, as no, long as you don't so, grab, like, well, a, a fifth of something and just read it and then oh, have, no. like, a terrible well, night, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, okay, so 
as I used to be like that. So, of course, you know, I mentioned that I used to compete in pageants. Mm -hmm. Um, When I competed in pageants, there were these these things called the VOI forums that people would go on and they could anonymously, you didn't even have to have an account to post. They could literally just anonymously go on these message boards and just talk shit. Um, And and there were pageant girls and their moms, which are the worst. So I, and that was when I was like ages 16 to 27. So I have 10 years of mm-hmm. just reading these boy forums and it used to crush oh, me. No. And I used to, you know, really... Um, would they just call take people per- out by name and just like say stuff about yeah, them? Like they would, yeah, like I remember there's... Uh, the hardest thing that I ever went through was when I was... When I was 18, I... What I kind of had a little bit of body dysmorphia, so I weighed probably 110 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. I was always anxious. I was I, I was scared to eat because I was you know competing in pageants and I wanted to look good. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was I wasn't quite comfortable with my body yet. So I tell everyone that I was I was truly accidentally anorexic, mm-hmm. and um, it was a horrible thing looking back on. And um, I mean, I could. I could talk more about that all day, but I don't want to like bring down the mood of the conversation. But you know, that was something that definitely was that something yeah. ha- happened in yeah. my life and made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, when I reached the age of like 21, I was kind of getting over that whole thing. I was becoming more comfortable with my body. I was gaining weight mm-hmm. and I had to go through all of that in kind of the public eye of pageants Dang. where, you know, your body is kind of like on display. Mm-hmm. So people were always, you know, kind of, they would post pictures and they'd be like, this was Catherine a month ago and this is her now. And it was like me, like 30 pounds heavier. And oh, it was, wow. and That's so that, you know, it, and it was so hard to deal with at the time. Cause I was, you know, in my young, I was in college and I wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know why people were like making my body such a subject to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't realize that I was actually dealing with things that, you know, and I, and I didn't even realize it at the time, you know, things mm-hmm. were very dangerous, like a slight eating disorder, but it was something that I had to deal with and people were talking about and it was very, I guess, controversial. Um, so here, so seeing people say that kind of stuff about me mm-hmm. and growing up with it and having it like embedded in my brain and I don't know. I mean, long story short, the Reddit threads can say whatever they want about me because mm-hmm. I can handle anything That's because awesome. I've truly yeah. been through the worst. That thick right. skin. And then of course I like, get the, do what? That, that 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 thick skin it gave you thick skin and now it's oh, like yeah. it just bounces yeah, off. Yeah, the yeah. thickest. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing that I love it. I love like that you're just like could, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. hard to definitely go through that, but now it's kind of oh now yeah, you're was, just like hey yeah you can say I'll laugh at what you're saying. Well, and and that's just how it should be, right? Mm-hmm. You go through tough things, not just to remember the tough thing forever right. and it just be a completely negative thing, right? If you grow yeah. from it, which you did, mm-hmm. now it benefited you, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that- I mean, I and and I'm so glad that I did go through that because now, I mean, with the audience of Big Brother, it's people all around the world, really, that yeah. are, you like know, judging that are you, critiquing judging you. Me. Yeah. But, um, and, and I, of course, it's on a much bigger level, but because I went through that in like, even the small pageant community at the time, I thought that, that was everything. Mm-hmm. And it was something that was so crushing, but I was really able to learn from. So had I not gone through that, I don't know how I would have handled this big brother, quote unquote, fame. Because it is hard to see things online about me that, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Actually, I guess I'm the worst person now to say it because I've kind of used it as a way of, you know, I mean, the haters do keep you relevant. So if they're going to go out <laughs> of their way to talk about you, yeah. then it's like, okay, like, who's really winning here? 
Yeah. No, no, for sure. When I wake up seeming comments, I'm like, it's been five years. I'm still on your mind. What the heck? Oh, I know. I know. Oh, so then also, so not only are like pageant girls and the pageant moms savage as hell, but also I can only the dance imagine. community. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, that's, so that's what I was going to ask moms, you. The moms, I feel like, would be so oh, mean. No, so I used to be, I'm... I, I say I used to be really smart. Now I just don't really care. But I used to know how to look up IP addresses. Oh, so I would like awesome. look up, like whenever people would say something mean about me on these boy forums, I would look up their IP address and mm-hmm. figure out who they are. Because then you could like connect them with their social media yeah. and, you know, find out find the, the numbers would connect, whatever. So many times it would trace back to the person's mom. And yeah. I was like, these moms are crazy. Yeah. There was but, a time in... I was in high school and we have a small high school. It was 64. My graduating class was 64. And so that means there's like half of those are girls and then homecoming courts coming and a mom of one of the girls who was just like, they were just the, there was two sisters and they were just the meanest girls to me. And I was good at sports. They hated it. I was smart. They hated it. And so their mom spread a rumor that oh I gosh. already had bought in a dress because I knew I was getting on court. And well, did you? And no, <laughs> I did it. I actually borrowed one last minute to even prove the freaking point that I didn't. But gosh. I was like, this mom is just spreading this. I had to bring it up at volleyball. I was like, this is awkward. But I have to call this person's mom out. And I'm just like a little, I'm like 17 years old. And I'm like, God, this is just just for little high school things. I can't even imagine pageants where it's like I know. so competitive. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I, hopefully my mom's never been. She Well, she doesn't really know how to ride on the message boards anyway. So I know that she's not one of those moms. <laughs> but yeah. there was a lot of girls that I was actually really good friends with. And then I would look up the IP addresses and realize that it was their mom. Yeah, that's awkward. And I was like, I don't know. I need I mean, you I to. Like, I need you to figure out how to do that again, so you so, can start doing. Oh, that. I, can, I can definitely figure it out. Like it's something that I I, I did it like ten years ago now, so it's like I don't really like think about it. But um, it's, but that's it's the honestly other thing, probably I saw, easier I to do it I stopped doing now. it because it was it was a little heartbreaking to see the the reason why I stopped looking up. IP addresses and all that and my my cyber hacking skills mm-hmm. was because there was one year that I was Miss Fort Worth and my sister title holder, was, who was Miss Dallas, um, I found out that it was her mom mm-hmm. that was trashing oh, me. And it like it hurt me so much because I remember like, you know, we would go out to dinner with this girl's family and mm-hmm. my parents loved her parents. And sometimes it's better to realize that Okay, people are going to talk crap because they feel like they can. Mm-hmm. And it's better to not know who they are and mm. then actually know who they are and not face it, which I don't know. I mean, bad advice, I guess. But, you know, just it's it's a lot more heartbreaking to realize where it's coming from. I, I had this idea for a TV show, right? And it was and I was just thinking of a title just now what I would call it. So it <laughs> would be something like behind the keyboard tracking mm. internet trolls, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that'd be the best. And then you get people like normal everyday people. It doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be celebrities. Normal everyday people that mm-hmm. get trashed on social media. Mm-hmm. And then that person goes with investigators to go find out who the person is doing all that yeah. stuff. That would be so interesting. That really would be. It, mm-hmm. And just like and then just confront that person, you know, like why are you doing this? Because What's a lot the- of time I feel like it's somebody you know. Like the only ones that bug oh, me are the ones well, that brother, I feel but- like they're somebody that were either a big brother alumni or someone that knows like 
actual information about us because I would get mm-hmm. messages and I'm like, this is too, they know too Specific. much. Yeah, it's yeah. too, and, it, yeah. and so I'm like, I just want to know who this one's from. Not like the ones that are very short and like vague or whatever, but like the ones that are specific and knowing my, like what hurts my feelings. I'm like, they, I have, they're close in my life, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. They know but the how to other get into thing my is, skin. is even when... Well, I guess two things. So when I, I don't want to, I'm sure that if someone listens to this and they really wanted to find out who it was, they could, because they could be like, oh, who was Miss Dallas when she was Miss Fort Worth? But um, it was so funny because we, my dad actually did confront this girl's mom. <laughs> and instead of, yeah, my parents, my, everything I know about savagery, I learned from my parents. <laughs> but um, they, instead of like the mom being like, oh, I'm so sorry that I said this about your daughter. Yeah. She was like, you're invading our privacy. You are like, she was like cyber hacking. That's is a illegal. sign of a narcissist. And, oh, and it was like, <laughs> it was like, wait, that's not the point. Like the point yeah. is, is that you said this online about my daughter. Yeah, you're like, an adult so, woman. Yeah. It's just like you find and, out someone's cheating and they're like, how did you find out? Instead of being yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, that's yeah, a sign was, of like, a bad relationship. To, like, us, and we were like, okay, whatever. Wow. So again, sometimes, sometimes things are just better left as a mystery um and i don't know i mean but at the same time you knew to kind of stay away from them then you know yeah right like not share because i really did like the the girl my sister titled her and we're friends and i know that of course like everything that the mom said was probably you know because when you're in a competitive environment similar to big brother of course that girl's gonna say things about me and you Mm -hmm. know whatever um but but i really did like miss her friendships i was like okay well (laughs) I don't know. It all I'd comes rather just from like jealousy too, or like feeling insecure oh, about yeah. something else. In pageants, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, and then also with the pageants, like the boy forums were kind of used as like a tool. Which, gosh, if if this was like a thing in Big Brother, it'd be horrible because the boy forums were kind of used as a tool to like get in people's heads. Mm-hmm. So like right around pageant time, it would get really bad. And then you know, like you would like you would go compete in the preliminaries, and you would go home, go back to your hotel room, and pull up the message boards on your phone and be mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, I wonder if people liked my performance." Right, but you don't realize like of course no one's gonna like your performance because it's all of your competitors yeah you're right so um Mm -hmm. so yeah it was a really it it was a really toxic toxic dangerous place and Mm -hmm. it really prepared me for the for reddit yeah Um, and then the other thing that i the other thing that i wanted to say that's also really funny is so then in the dance world after i i tried out for dance cover cheerleader and then i danced for the mavericks for three years and also they have or the dance world also has a dance forum that people go on and talk shit about professional yeah (laughs) Everyone has a form. Everyone's a critic. Everyone has a keyboard. Um, But I realized that at the time, you know, when I was seeing people say bad things about me and, you know, dealing with all this, you know, all the trolls, it was, of course, like hard at the time because who wants to see bad things about them? But then once my dance career was over and, you know, the new or the newer crop of girls was up and coming and people were talking about them. I saw myself like reading and being like, wait, what about me? Like, don't remember I'm a fat dancer too. Like, wait, remember I I looked fat too. Like you kind of like, like, cause the haters really do keep you relevant. Mm -hmm. And once you're, once people aren't talking about you anymore, that's when you know that like, okay, I guess you're not relevant anymore. Um, which is really messed up. And I guess that's how Kim Kardashian gets her fame. But I don't know if you're in if you're in this business, you just kind of got to deal with people talking about you and hope yeah. that they're not as savage as the pageant boy forums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And that's that's kind of an interesting point to make. Um, and now that you're out, you're seeing that uh, and hope. But you're also using that to propel your marketing career. So now what, what's next for you? Right. What's what's on the what's on the timetable? What do you have planned or what are you hoping for? Are you just kind of going with the flow. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, really just going with the flow. And it's, I mean, y'all know how this is. I've said this so many times, but it is kind of, I mean, not a lot of people can really understand what the what the transition back into the real world is like mm-hmm. coming from Big Brother. Yep. Um, I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel that I'm like spinning my wheels as fast as I can, you know, trying to like kind of, you know, catch up, but there's always either something new to do or I could literally work every single hour of the day, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week until the end of the year and still have more to do because it just, mm-hmm. it's a little, it's overwhelming, but I love it and I thrive on working and kind of, you know, making, you know, kind of building somewhat of an empire from what I guess I've had. Um, I don't want to be, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't go on the show just to be like a mindless influencer. Nothing, no, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with mindless influencers, mm-hmm. but because I come from a marketing background, I do know that there is a business behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to be smart in everything that I do and looking towards, you know, the next big picture. So I'm going to be using my own personal channel, you know, my Instagram, my YouTube channel, my Twitter, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, to of course, like personally market myself for now because people are interested in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually I want to use that and the experiences that I've learned to be able to open my own marketing agency and be able to learn what I'm use what I've learned from marketing myself and be able to market other businesses. Okay. Fair enough. That's exciting. So no, we definitely uh, wish you the best with that and you never know what can happen, right? Just go down that road and see what doors open up and and take the opportunities as they come. And And then of course, if there's an all-star season, call me. (laughs) (laughs) Is your uh, YouTube channel just Catherine Dunn or is it under? Okay. Yeah. Where can people find you on Instagram? So YouTube is actually kind of a new thing. Um, um, I just started it mm-hmm. after leaving the show. So it's a little janky, but it's actually really... Like, I have a really good editor, so he makes it really funny. So go check it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I have a video. There was one that uh, when Nick first came to see me in Dallas, we YouTube the entire thing. Um, there's another video where I talk about the conspiracy of Marilyn Monroe's death. And then another video where it's me, Cliff, and Nicole going to Canada for that Cowboys Canada oh, or nice. Cowboys Calgary yeah. appearance. Cool. Yeah, so it's some fun stuff. And then yeah. I have some other fun content coming so follow me on youtube it's just katherine dunn um and then instagram is kat dunn k-a-t-d-u-n-n um twitter if you want to follow me and not troll me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's it's at it's katherine dunn Okay. okay. So, all right. Perfect. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for for being on the show. We appreciate you mm-hmm. coming on, taking your time to talk with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Is honestly, like, I'm I'm honored that I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy you enjoyed it. So, thank you so much, and you have a good rest of your day. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 So, we really hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like calling it interview. Our- conversation we really hope you guys enjoyed the conversation yeah uh hope you learned something uh, that you didn't know and she's very bubbly yeah yeah she is she's very bubbly really nice uh yeah, yeah she was fun to talk to mm-hmm. um but i think nicole now has one of the favorite things that you guys like to do weird or normal weird or normal okay so is it weird or normal to in the winter sleep with a fan in the window and turn up the heat I think that's weird. Yeah, it is. I get in trouble from my dad when I yeah, sleep because, over at my parents' house and I do that, but I get so hot. Well, okay. So this is where we have the problem, right? It's finding that perfect temperature for the heater in the house. Yeah. And then, but sometimes, so we have, I don't know what this is called here in our house, uh, 
It's a it's what is it? Hot it's, water I, heater. Yeah, it's a watt hot. It's a, oh, it's a watt hotter heater. It's a hot water heater. <laughs> um, all along the floor. Yeah, basically, we have a, a copper pipe that runs all the way around our house, all mm-hmm. over the floor, right in every room, and the hot water runs through it, and that heats our house, which is very economical, right? Yeah, it's very very cheap to heat the house, and it actually works really really well. True. Sometimes to the demise that it works too well because once you heat it up to that temperature, it's hard to go backwards, mm-hmm. right? Once it goes hot, it's hard to not make it hot because it's not like cold water runs through the pipes. Yeah. Right? It doesn't work like that. So for us, finding the perfect temperature is hard. But then this is where the kicker is. If Nicole puts the fan in the window, which she does sometimes, we go to sleep, right? <laughs> it's not like she wakes up in the middle of the night and clicks it off, right? And the fan turns off or there's a timer on it. So a lot of times you'll wake up in the middle of the night and like, oh my gosh. Bigger has icicles on his nose here. It's freezing My dogs, my poor little dogs. Want, so when I do sleep at my parents, my dad, this is the problem over there is they have wood stove heat mm-hmm. and that gets very, very warm. And so for so, people that don't know what a wood stove heat is, basically in the basement, you yeah. literally have what looks like an old uh, 17th century oven <laughs> <laughs> and you throw wood in there and then that heats up the house. And it works too it works, well. It works. That works even more. Too well. And um, <laughs> it's a sauna in there so in the winter. So they get it stoked up for the night and then I keep my bedroom door closed because I don't want the heat in there, but it still gets hot. Mm-hmm. And so then I crack the window open a tiny bit so and put a fan like over in that area. <laughs> and lately I've been freezing one of my dogs. Beyonce is able to stay with me through the night. But Paris can't handle it. So I've been having to drop her off in the middle of the night in my parents' house. But it's not, I don't think it's normal to do that. No, I don't think it's normal either. But I love fans. What's funny is I remember when we were living, that seems like so long ago, when we were living in your parents' basement. (laughs) (laughs) Two years. Yeah, we were living in your parents' basement. And the first time winter came around, And that heater was on and we were in the room downstairs and I was like, Nicole, I am going to die. Yeah. I cannot. It was like, this is the sound that I can describe. It was more like, (laughs) like I I was like, oh my God, I cannot. Like we got to crack a window or something. like SpongeBob got all the water stuck out of the sponge. (laughs) I can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. And you know, but props to Dave, her dad, because he is economical with that. He's smart, right? He and doesn't he chops wanna, all his wood. It's he, a very hard process, and we load it up. I, I'm actually yeah. going to do a Midwest Monday video on that. Yeah, that it's, it's a lot of work, uh, actually. And they have to chop. And the wood that he uses now is not wood that you just chopped, right? You have to do this. You have to prepare that years in advance because it like, has to dry. And they, like, like love the heat. My dogs love the heat. They go lay by the stove. and like, I hate it. It'll be, it'll be in, in March, and it'll be so hot in the house. House and I go over there and I start opening all the sliding doors so I Once can get some while, air we flowing well, in there. We do it without my dad knowing, you know. Oh, you cut know the how AC you, on. Like, you know, oh god, he, no. <laughs> He's like the guy that has like that tingling sensor and like as soon Someone as you touch the AC, he runs in there. Who touched the thermostat? Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> or, like they have everything, but yet they don't want to use it because he doesn't want it to go bad. Like, yeah, if he doesn't have to use the air or 
the actual heat, he's just like, nah, I'm not going to use Same it. Same with if if you really want to get under Dave's skin. And I love mm-hmm. – this is – me and Dave have an amazing relationship. We're like yeah. bros, right? And so we like to mess with each other a lot. So if he's out and about, you know, and they're gone or whatever, and Nicole mm-hmm. and I go to the house and then we leave, I'll just say, oh, yeah, I just made sure to set the AC for you. <laughs> and or he's like, like I, yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait, 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 what? You turn on the AC? Yeah, yeah, just so it's nice. And- no, 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 no. Go make sure the AC's <laughs> off. You know, make sure that's shut off or yeah. Did you turn off all the lights in the house before you guys left? Yeah, I think so. Right. No. <laughs> you think so or do or do you know so? Yep. That's just, you know, just the typical dad where everything, don't touch it. Don't, don't, and, and, uh, don't and even look at it. Don't even look at it. I don't <laughs> Except know. Except for he does give in to me. I don't know if it's because I'm yeah, just the girl. It's because you're daddy's little girl. Yeah, because I will... I also don't back down. Yeah. I'm just like <laughs> you are persistent. I can't attest. Like to it that. was so sad because okay, the I was leaving the window open quite largely, and he has to get up for work at like f- four thirty in the morning. Oh, when yeah, before he retired. Yep. No, just now. Oh, because he had yeah. a okay. And yeah, so yeah. and sometimes or three o'clock because of the snow. Yeah. And he has long hair right now, and he has to shower. And he told my mom. It's really cold in the house. I wonder if Nicole would keep the window closed. Like, you know, telling my mom, like, because it's really hard for me to get up in the morning and shower. And I felt so bad. I'm like, Dad, really? You can't just tell me? Yes, I'll keep the window shut. So now I keep it open so tiny (laughs) that he doesn't even know and I close it at 2 a.m. That's what I've been doing the last week and he hasn't said anything. And my mom hasn't said anything because she would tell me if he knew. Yeah. So I... Good thing your dad doesn't listen to the podcast. I drastically... Right. I drastically cut back. <laughs> but I felt so bad. I'm like, Dad, just tell me. But yeah. like he he doesn't want to like... Hurt he just feelings. knows when I get really hot, it induces anxiety. like anxiety. Yeah. So... All right. So, Nicole. Spanish word of the day? Spanish word of the day. I got one for you. Okay. And it's so easy. It's so easy. Anybody can get I it. I hate when you say that. <laughs> it's so... It's I really mean, hard then. It's, it's so easy. All right. You ready for it? Yep. Ventana. Ventana. Ve- yeah. Ventana. Ventana. Thanksgiving. No. Ventana. Vehicle. No. That would be vehículo. Okay. But ventana. You, we just talked about it. You said the word like five times. Wood stove. Heat. Fan. What do you leave open? Window. Window. Ventana. Ventana. Dang it. V-E-N, V-E-N-T-A-N-A. 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 Keep the ventanas open. Yes, ventana. Ooh, excuse me. I did not mean to do that. Okay, so now to close this up. We are going to do our reviews. And Nicole is now going to scramble to her phone oh, and go look at a review and see if she can find one real quick. But El Fitvic came prepared. So I will go <laughs> first. All right, here we go. Oh, I like this one. Which one? What's it called? Love, love, love. Okay, I'm going to do laugh out loud funny. Okay. Five stars by Alex. Nick and Vic, I listen to your podcast on my commute to work, and this podcast makes me laugh out loud. When I am on the train, people look at me like I'm some crazy girl, but this podcast is totally worth it. I've been following you two since Big Brother, and your vibes together are couple goals. Love you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so cute. That is awesome. And I, I love when I'm like on a train or a plane, and I like am laughing, and then everyone looks at me, and they're like, 
Oh, she's really happy. I love, yeah, I love when I get laugh attacks in the most weird places. And I then, love and hate those. Yeah, people just look and like, or, or even if people that know me but last don't know when I'm laughing and just get a laugh attack. Oh, I love it. Last and it feels night I good. had one of those. Don't those feel so good? Like, <laughs> yeah. you laugh so hard where it like hurts your abs. You but can't it's even like, speak the terms. Yeah, yeah, and it's just such a good feeling afterwards. You're just like, oh, that was a good wow, laugh. Wow, we got a lot of really good podcasts, or a lot of good uh, reviews. reviews. Yeah. Go okay. ahead, go for it. This one is from Running Kate. It's called Love, 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 Five Stars. I love the dynamic between Victor and Nicole. Their chemistry is so obvious. I truly feel like I'm sitting down with two of my friends. They aren't putting on a show or forcing anything. They're just entertaining because of who they genuinely are. While this podcast is very casual and easy to listen to, I was surprised by how professional they are with guests. They never talk over people or dominate conversations. They do a great job of leading the conversation, asking interesting questions, and giving their guests a chance to be heard. I just can't say enough good things about Victor and Nicole, both as podcasters and as people. I'm rooting for them in all aspects of life, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for them as they, be- as they become a family. Aww, that was sweet. That is sweet. And don't worry, when we do have a family, I'll get the baby on the podcast (laughs) and I'll ask the baby questions. I'm not sure if they'll answer, but we'll do our best to ask some interesting questions. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. We do have merchandise out. There is a lot of shirt sizes sold out, but I do have um, other colors coming and long sleeves and such. Oh, long sleeves. But they're not, uh, they won't be in yet. That's awesome. It could be maybe in possibly by this podcast, but we did run out of a lot of sizes and I'm sorry about that, but that that's is great. awesome. That means, yeah. and that's a good thing because mm-hmm. on the business side, that means you did a good job accounting for what would be sold. Right. So I am happy that we don't just have a bunch of extra shirts laying around. <laughs> um, uh, and Nicole, go ahead and close this out, babe. You got this. I believe in you. Oh, crap. Vic, okay, that's so, you. So don't forget to rate, review. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, the little purple app on your phone. The little purple app on your phone or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't say that yet. No, go oh, ahead. Oh, Victor, you go. You got it, babe. You got it, babe. You can listen to us. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google, I- Play. Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, our website, www.cococalientepodcast.com or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. That's Boom. where that comes in. There you go. Um, don't forget to check out our merchandise on our website and follow us on follow us on. Twitter at Coco Caliente Pod and Instagram at Coco Caliente Podcast. Dang. We appreciate you guys so much and you guys make this um, all worth it. All worth it. A yeah. dream job. It is. It is a dream job. It's a it's a dream side gig because it's not a career yeah, for that's us. True. <laughs> we do this for fun, really. So yeah. we really appreciate you guys. No, thank you and have a good day. Woo!